guys to the podcast Happy and Single. My name is Joseph Anderson and I'm your host. And today is episode seven. And the title of this episode is How Can I Find That Christmas Feeling When I'm Single? Christmas is one of my favorite times of year and always has been. You know, I think back to when I was a little kid. And it would be incredibly hard even for me just to sleep at night. It would be super hard to sleep on Christmas Eve because I was so excited for Christmas. I don't know, and when I really think about it, there was so much hope and so much joy. I think in the magic of Christmas for me, this... You know, you guys might find this super funny, but I actually believed in Santa Claus until I was like 14 years old. That is a true story. I'm, nobody would make that up in their right mind. But my parents were incredibly good, and I even wrote a letter to Santa Claus, and they found my, my parents had one of those impressions and promptings to look in the mailbox. And so I did. Like I, they, they were so good, and I did that when I was like, I don't know, 11 or 12. So <laughs> it makes for a fun story to tell. But I love the magic of Christmas. There's such a joy, there's such a power and a feeling. And I don't know about you guys, but this year, because of the strangeness of the year, I think I've had a little bit harder time getting into the spirit of Christmas. And there's a song from the 2000 Grinch Who Stole Christmas that says, Where are you, Christmas? Why can't I find you? Why have you gone away? My world is changing. It's not the same. And I, and I forgot the rest of the lyrics. I was, I was doing that for memory. But as I think about that, I love that song because I love the feeling of Christmas. And I think that's what every single one of us is looking for around this time period. And whether you're separated from family because of, because of COVID restrictions or because you're choosing to stay away from family because of potential fear over COVID or, or whether you're a single parent that just doesn't have their children this year, I don't know what you're going through. All I can share with you is my experience. In my experience this year, you know, I just went on a mini vacation with my, with my nieces and nephews. There's this, uh, we, we went to Branson, Missouri, and there's a place called Silver Dollar City. And there's also, with, within um, Branson, they have this little light show, that only like water show that only lasts for like, I don't know, five or ten minutes. And I was talking to my mom tonight, and she's like, so how was that water show? And I told her, honestly, like, it was, it really wasn't that cool. But then she asked me a different question. She asked me, well, did the kids, meaning my nieces and nephews, have fun? And I was like, yeah, they did. 
and they were and they were having a great great time. They were dancing around with the lights and and it was pretty cold, really cold. And they were just having a great time. I think that is what Christmas is all about. Is having that childlike joy where, you know, the the older adults like well, I mean, it was just a five to ten minute light show that really wasn't that great. And the little kids are like, that was awesome. You know, and, and even after that little light show, we were standing in front of this uh, Christmas tree and it was playing all these Christmas songs. How are And my littlest, one of my, one of my littlest nephews, he was just going crazy. He was just dancing around. He was smiling. He was was having a great time. As I think about it, I think having that Christmas feeling is just being present with whatever is. And the crazy thing about my little nephew is one minute he can be screaming and crying and frustrated, and the next minute he can be happy out of his mind. One minute he can be, he can be not listening to everything I say, and the following minute, he's like, Joseph, I'm so sorry. Isn't it interesting how kids can flip on and off? But somehow as adults, like we feel like we've always got to be on. I mean, what's that even about? Who cares? What if you could just let yourself have your experience of Christmas? Whatever that is. Without adding too many fake movie endings to it. Oh, well, I'm alone. Okay. And? I know that sounds a bit harsh, and you don't have to. But, but from my experience, I have found being present in the moment helps really create that feeling of Christmas. And on the other thing that I noticed, like we were at, we were at this Silver Dollar City place. And my nieces and nephews were having a great time, and you know I went on a roller coaster. I I can't handle like super extreme roller coasters. I just can't. Even if I love them, I'll pay for them later. But we ended up going on this little train ride. And at first, I wasn't gonna go because I was like, well, my sister stroller wasn't gonna fit, and. I was like, I'll just stay and watch that. And they're like, oh, no, we leave it all the time. And I'm like, what? <laughs> you leave your stroller in the middle? It's like, oh, yeah, this is, this is, this is Missouri. This isn't, uh, you know, Hot Disney World or something where somebody would steal your stuff in a second. And maybe they wouldn't. I don't know. But, you know, we don't, we just leave it. And I was so glad I went on that ride. Because we went on that ride. And at first, you know, we saw a couple, you know, fun little Santa displays and things like that. And then we got to the middle of the ride, and there roughly at the middle, maybe a little towards the end, was this old man sitting in a chair. And at first, that's really all I noticed. And then he starts talking, and I notice behind him, there's a scene of the nativity. And all of a sudden, this man is sharing this beautiful story of the nativity, along to a soundtrack from Mannheim Steamroller that I, I don't honestly don't know the name of the song. I'm guessing it's called Silent Night because that's the song it plays. But it is just beautiful. 
And I think that was one of those moments where I was really brought back to what Christmas is. I think we try so hard to create this feeling of Christmas where we don't have to create it. Maybe we just have to simply not just find it, but just allow it to come through. Because as the Grinch who stole Christmas said, it wasn't in the packages or the wrappings or insert the very long list of everything the Grinch said. It was just a feeling. And maybe that's a little bit of a feeling of gratitude. But I think part of it or at least for me personally, and that's all I can speak to, a lot of the feeling of Christmas for me, I noticed just these past few days, really comes from that spirit of Christ. I mean, that is Christmas. And whether you're religious or not, you can kind of equate that however, however feels right for you. So the word Christmas, if you break it apart, it says Christ Moss. And Moss, I think at least in Spanish, it's it means more. So the, the spirit of Christmas is focusing more on Christ. And that's what I learned just a few days ago when we, when that wonderful man read that beautiful story. And before then, we'd been singing Christmas carols and songs. It's kind of like a mini Polar Express, but not really because it was only like 20 minutes. But as we rode, like I was enjoying that, but there was just a different spirit. You know, remembering that wonderful Christ child that lived so many years ago. It did something for each of us that we couldn't do for ourselves. And isn't that really what we do for others at Christmas? That you think about what we do, what parents do for their children. They purchase them things that a lot of times their children could not buy otherwise. They provide them with miracles. I mean, they wake up the next morning and there are all these amazing presents that these kids have wanted for so long and they just magically appear? How cool is that? If you don't have nieces or nephews or anyone else to spoil, maybe there's somebody around you that could use something. Maybe there's a single mom that could use some help. The spirit of Christmas is thinking of others more and ourselves less. Maybe that's why we're all happier at that time. Because we're not thinking so much about our own problems. 
And maybe if you are alone, maybe that's your opportunity to find somebody to serve, to find somebody to help out with no expectations, no nothing, just because. I'm sitting here laughing because my my nephew that I often refer to, a lot of times he'll ask me a question, I'll say because. And sometimes I don't, I, I can't think of what to say next. And so sometimes when I ask him a question of why he's doing something, he, he's like, because. And he says nothing else. And I think that is so funny. And I think that is so fun to think about you know, Christmas in that way. Go help somebody. Why? Because. We don't always have to have reasons. We don't always have to have the answers. But I can promise you, there are so many people out there that could really use you and they could use a kind word, even if it's just a Merry Christmas. That's how we find the spirit of Christmas. And I think I I was, if I misquote this, I'm sorry, but there's a book by uh, a guy named John, by the way. And it's a Christmas one, like born something or another. I'm sorry. It's, and, uh, and in there, he kind of talks about the joy of giving anonymously, like of why doing stuff like 12 Days of Christmas is so much fun. And as I think about that, it's because you give people hope. Christmas is a season of hope. And just because you aren't having your ideal Christmas this year, does not mean that there's no hope for you. The Christ child descended from heaven and came to this world to give the earth hope. You can worry and you can get frustrated and you can get annoyed of all of the injustices that are going on in the world. One that I was kind of annoyed of is the uh, college football playoff just got scheduled, and so did the New Year's Six Bowl games. And a number 25 Oregon Ducks team is playing in a New Year's Six Bowl, which should be reserved for the top 12 teams. And my team, which is currently rated number 16, is not getting that opportunity. There's always going to be injustices. And you guys are probably laughing at that. But seriously, like sometimes we focus so much on everything that is going wrong in our world. And maybe at Christmas is the time that we focus on helping everything that can go right in somebody else's world. The problem that I just explained, it is, it, it sounds ridiculous when somebody might have just lost a loved one to many different things. We have no idea the battle that people are fighting. We have no idea what they're struggling with. Instead of judging them, just serve them. 
And if you don't want to serve them, you don't have to judge them either. What if you could make this the best Christmas ever in your life? And it wasn't about, well, I don't think for adults it's generally about the packages and, and, and all of those things. On that note, I do have to share a cool story. My, in our family, there's this tradition that if, son, if Santa Claus brings something big, that it tends to be in the, in the other room after all the presents are open and there's like a blanket over it. And, you know, one of, one of the parents might say, hey, can you go get me that thing in the other room? And so just a couple of Christmases ago, we were at my, I was at my parents' house and we'd open presents and my nieces and nephews were there and we were all done. And my parents said, hey, go in the other room or something. And I went in the other room and I saw something and it said to Joseph or maybe even someone else saw it. I, I honestly, I can't remember exactly. And it said to Joseph. Now, if I haven't mentioned already on this podcast, I love ice hockey. Like, love, 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 love ice hockey. I love to play it. I love to watch it. I, I live to play ice hockey. And years ago, when I was a little kid and I'd first seen the Mighty Ducks, I got these hockey goals, and I played with them all the time. I loved hockey. I played street hockey. I, lived, I, I grew up in Arizona and still live there. But we played street hockey, and so I played with all the time. And so, but once I got back into hockey, like really into hockey, just a few years ago, you know, I didn't have a net. And so my parents, they bought me this amazing hockey goal. And so I take out the blanket off this box, and I see it, and I totally freak out, like, just am so, so excited and run up and run up to my parents and just give them this massive hug and just say, thank you, thank you, thank you. I was so grateful. And at the time, like I couldn't have, I, I didn't have the financial resources to buy my own hockey net. My, my path that I've taken in my life has been a very different one from most. And it has, has come with some some different challenges. You know, there's when you work for yourself, it's a feast or famine. And I was so incredibly grateful to my parents for that. So grateful. You know, and I think they got so much joy out of just watching me get that excited. And I think our Heavenly Father does too. When we get so excited and so grateful for everything that he does for us. I'm not really sure why, but I'm you know, getting a little bit emotional right now, which doesn't often happen. But I'm so incredibly grateful to a Heavenly Father that loves me. And no matter what in the world I'm going through in my life, He's there for me. 
And he also provides me with some pretty awesome things along the way. And if you don't believe in God, I respect that. Whether it's the higher power of the universe or, or nothing for you, it's okay. But for me, like, I am so grateful and so excited when, when Heavenly Father just provides me some really, really cool things. I think it's in the moments of Christmas, especially when sometimes we do, like when we have to watch and, and play uncle or aunt which brings some amazing experiences and amazing opportunities. But of also wanting to have those experiences for ourselves with our future spouse, with our future children. Sometimes there is, sometimes there's, sometimes there's some pain in that. And it's okay to be sad. kind of like life's kind of like a roller coaster it, you know there's ups and downs you know there's sharp turns and you know there's free falls and if you just enjoy the ride and let yourself be present with where you're at you're gonna have a greater experience of life I really do. I, I feel so incredibly blessed and grateful that although Heavenly Father has not provided me with the wife and the kids and a lot of other stuff that comes with that, He has provided me with seven incredible nieces and nephews and an amazing sister, and an amazing brother-in-law, and amazing parents, and countless other relatives that I get to play uncle, and I get to hear the joy and see their joy is when I'm spending tons of time at their house. Like this COVID, like has been in some ways awful, but I choose to look at it as a blessing. I was going around saying how bad this, this whole year had sucked. And then I realized, because of this year, I have been able to spend six months with my nieces and nephews. Not all at once, but like sporadically. Over the course of this year, I've spent six months with my nieces and nephews. And that has been such a wonderful experience. There's... There's, there's not much that beats the little kids coming down and, and, and jumping on you when you're waking up in the morning. But even that comes with challenging times. At times, every part of our life will come with challenging times. And even in the challenging times, we can still find that spirit of Christmas. I think I think to the question that I asked first in the song, where are you Christmas? Why can't I find you? 
We're looking too hard. We're, we're trying to create feelings. In that John By the Way book that I mentioned before, he talks about how we love reruns at Christmas. And I think about that. I, we're trying to recreate the feelings inside of us that we had as little children. That excitement for that next day that was just the coolest thing in the world. My nephew Austin that I keep mentioning, I kid you not, when he wakes up any morning, he is smiling. Like, his eyes are, are, are kind of starting to open, and he's already smiling. He looks at the whole world with joy and excitement and anticipation. And even these past few weeks, it's been so fun to watch him. Because one of the reasons I might be getting a bit more emotional tonight is because I'm recording this super late at night because all the kids are asleep. And maybe I'm super tired. So, but it's been so fun watching him and seeing him talk to Santa. And he's like, it's like Santa Claus. And, it's, and Santa's like, what do you want? He's like a train. And then this wonderful Santa Claus that we saw at Silver Dollar City he, I, I'm, I'm guessing he'll never listen to this, but we were there just a couple nights ago, and and I was so grateful what he did with him because he just Austin told him he wanted this train, and and Santa's like, oh, you mean the Thomas one, and I'm like, what? Who does that? Like. You know, all the other Santa Claus that he talked to hadn't done that. But this other Santa Claus that was there at Silver Dollar City went out of the way and just said, Oh, you mean that one with Thomas? And I was able to kind of fill in a little bit for him and be like, Oh my goodness, Austin, how does he know that? How does he know that you want the Thomas train from Costco? <laughs> I think as we go out of our way, there was a there was a clip either from a movie or maybe it was an actual quote by one of the early prophets of our church. His name was Joseph Smith, and he said, "I like to make all the fun I can for the little children." And coming full circle, like that's really what, if the Savior was here himself, that's what he would do during Christmas. He would create all the fun that he possibly could for those little children. And so maybe that's what Christmas is about, is creating all the fun we can for those little kids. And it doesn't have to be through giant gifts. Maybe it can just be through being present 
the child when he says, hey, come play with me. Come do this with me. Even if just for a few moments. Or maybe it's being present with a friend. Maybe it's just calling up a friend and seeing how they're doing. Or especially calling an older friend and say, hey, I just want to, I want to let you know and see how you're doing and let you know how awesome you are. I believe that the more good we do, the more good that comes back to us. I believe there's a power that I don't quite understand. But I know that it's real. You are okay exactly as you are. You don't have to be a superhero during Christmas. If you're not able to afford gifts, that's okay. Give them the gifts of your presence. And give yourself the gift of your presence. Stop worrying about everything that's going wrong in your life. Give yourself the gift, even just for the day of Christmas. Of your presence. Not worrying about tomorrow. Not worrying about yesterday. Hey, last week I watched um, A Christmas Carol. It was like a 1951 version with... I don't, I don't remember the guy's name. But... That John By the Way book had recommended that version, and I was like, okay, let's try it out. And so I, I watched it, and it was interesting because the thing that stuck with me the most from that version was how old Scrooge was. This was not some kid in his 20s that was like, oh my goodness, I just had an, I just had an epiphany, and the world is awesome, and this was an old man, 60s, 70s, or 80s, you're 80 years old, and he's so happy that he finally gets it. The other thing that strikes me about that movie, and quite a few of the movies, is how they show all of these spirits essentially on the other side that really, really want to do good and help out all these people. That they didn't bother to help out in the world in the first place. Does it take that much to say Merry Christmas? Does it take that much to smile? Does it take that much to give an honest greeting? If Scrooge wasn't too late at the in his twilight years of his life, then you're not too late now. It's always better now than never. If you've been beating yourself up this Christmas season because, or you know, getting really sad because you can't go see people, hey, you can figure out a way. And if it's not in person, there's, there's Zoom, there's Facebook Portal, there's 
I don't know, whatever iPhone has. I'm an Android guy. Don't hate me, but I honestly can't remember what that is. Anyways, it doesn't matter, but you can talk to them via video. And you can be just as present with people via video as you can almost anything else. Focus on other people this season of Christmas. And like the little girl says in the song, Where are you, Christmas? Why can't I find you? Where have you gone? You'll have found your Christmas. You'll have found that beautiful Christmas feeling. I love the song from Home Alone, Somewhere in My Memory. If you don't know it, look it up. You'll probably remember it, but the words are beautiful. It talks about a gingerbread feeling. That is Christmas. That cookie smell in the air. But it's not actually those things. It's the feeling you get at Christmas. Your Christmas doesn't have to be perfect. And oftentimes it won't. It's kind of like the Christmas vacation movie. It doesn't have to be perfect. You know, and if what's her name, Griswold, would have just said, okay, cool, like, yeah, everything's going a little bit crazy, and it doesn't matter. But her quote, it's Christmas and everybody's miserable. That's just her thinking. When you're in the present moment, you're happy. So find that gingerbread feeling for yourself. And whatever's come up for you during this podcast today, go do that. And if you feel that someone's really lacking the Christmas spirit and feeling, feel free to share this podcast episode with them. And hopefully it'll help them find their Christmas feeling. Help them have that amazing Christmas spirit. And one last thought, just if you don't have your kids this year, do the best you can. I hear from single parents that's really hard. I don't know what that's like. All I know is when I don't have my nieces and nephews around, and it's just me and my parents for Christmas, it is very different. It is very, very different. But I don't know about that. But your inner voice does. Check in with your inner voice and ask yourself, how can you have the most fun at Christmas? And how can you provide the best Christmas even for your children that are away for Christmas? Thank you guys so much for listening. I hope you have a Merry Christmas. And if you celebrate any other holidays, I hope you have a wonderful one of those. And thank you so much for tuning in. You guys have a wonderful day. Go out and live your Christmas adventure. <laughs>